0: Welcome to the Backrooms Podcast, where the million-dollar word of the day is exploitation. That's a beautiful word. You know what else is a word? Extortion. Gaslighting. That's another good one. You know what? Come along with us on this ride, and we will teach you some fun and creative ways to emotionally manipulate your favorite games into getting you your next Warzone dub. (laughs) I'm going to fucking... (laughs) <laughs> enjoy
1: besides the bullets um, and it, so if you say like if you say that's a that's a big elephant but, but an elephant is already big so are, are you just saying saying that's like that's an elephant elephant
2: <laughs> what's wrong with you <laughs> It's like is the Earth an elephant. What's elephant, what's actually wrong with your brain?
1: <laughs> well, welcome, everybody else. Oh shit! Yeah,
2: welcome. We're we're in we're in the back rooms now. I forgot about that. Um, you act
1: like you literally just woke up from sleeping under the table we're recording on every time that you like rec- we start the podcast. Because
2: I'm just constantly in a state of sleepiness. <laughs> <I>
1: feel
0: that.
2: <laughs>
1: I welcome. love it here. Welcome.
0: What are we talking about? I, I think that the back rooms is kind of. You know what like Stockholm syndrome? Yeah. I'm starting to kind of get a sense of that from yeah. from this. I'm I'm kind of here. okay with being here now. Yeah. I'm content. Like you weren't before? <laughs> no, not at all.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> so um, today, we're talking about something that I find particularly interesting and it's on Glitches, exploits, quirks, Easter eggs—all that type of stuff within video games. All things that are
2: most. Are we looking like to talk about like both intentional and unintentional? Yeah, or, like, I, would, mostly... I would say
1: Cause, Cause, like, there's I a think... little bit of a, a blur sometimes. Yeah.
0: mostly games. M- mostly games. I mean, like if like... I were to take a book and rip out like 30 pages. So that I wouldn't have to read as much. Is that considered an exploit? Is that a speedrun? No, that, that's that's like removing content from a game. And if I just don't read it, is that a speed run? Oh sorry, that's game it's, development. So. Yeah. <laughs> what engine does this does this book run on? Oh, this book is
2: unreal. Five. Five.
1: Five? Unreal five. Oh. Oh. The book runs on five.
2: <laughs> yes. Five-hour energy. How it feels to chew five yeah. gum. Oh, you know, it's interesting. There's a lot of fives out there in the world. There's five-hour energy. There's Unreal Engine 5. You know and what? There's, there's a lot five of five-year-olds.
1: Out there, five year ever, any symbol that you're thinking of right now, you'll end up seeing it Why forever. are you, like,
2: rubbing the table? Because it
1: brings me pleasure. It makes <laughs> me feel better.
3: <laughs> it's like a Zen garden. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: My God, I, I, I am I am aligning the granules of cotton as it as a magnet,
0: wondering just to visualize what's kind of going on. There's a <laughs> there's a Game Boy blanket on the table. that's layered over this table for quote unquote soundproofing, and he's playing with it like it's a like it's a, a sand, sand like it's a sand garden, yeah. Those fucking sand thing. You you remember
2: those like with the sand? You got the little rake and yeah, fucking... you got to flatten out. The I feel sand. like every high
0: school garden, every high school guidance counselor yeah. used to
2: have one of those. Wait, did we have a garden in high school? A guard, a,
0: a garden, yeah, oh, right? Yeah, we, didn't we? Did, in the courtyard, yeah. I never went in there. Well, it really wasn't. It was. It, was it wasn't dead. exactly safe. Why they didn't let I mean, us back there? It was there. all overgrown and unkept. Oh. And... was that the high school? Or was that the middle school? That, the school? that was the high school. That was the high school. It's been a while since we've been. In high school. We should just go back, like. And Actually G. I think the middle school had one too. No. The middle school did have one, yeah, oh, because it did. Holy shit. the there was the the main lobby and then it would split. You would go past yeah. the cafeterias on the left and then the auditorium on the right, which would take that would to the That would make sense wing. because
2: that our middle school used to be like the second high school. There used to be there used to be uh, before our time, it was uh the school the high school north and the high school south. But they turned uh south into the middle school and it was just high school. So the one garden was like a an out of bounds area then, I guess for us.
0: Yeah, yeah. I love game exploits. <laughs> By the <laughs> yeah. no
2: way. Yeah. Whenever you, uh, whenever people wanted to use that as like a shortcut to get from one hall to the other, and they would get yelled at because it was mm. an exploit. You know. Yeah. Just like speedrunners. Game runs the other. The game. Um,
1: yells at you. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So like when you, what's like if, oh shit, I, I just you hear somebody say, oh, what's like your favorite glitch? right in a game that you've played right it's a it's a tough
0: question to it's a, it's a very um i think everybody's it's encountered it's not really a question that i've ever thought about yeah no. honestly before we sat down to do this so this will be kind of an interesting exercise for me and your brain bone yeah re- think, my brain
1: bone <laughs> well everybody i think either intentionally or unintentionally has encountered some type of glitch or exploit or unintended consequence um in a video game from doing something Many of them can be good, many of them can be game-breaking in good and bad ways, and I keep...
0: I'm going to keep I don't brushing know, my Zen guard. I garden. don't know if that's <laughs> going to pick pe- up on the <laughs> no like, mic. So so Give me the I stop. need it. It comps my nerves. Not that <laughs> the <Our> entire <laughs> episode has that noise. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, because you're just going to hear, like...
0: Yeah, literally, the whole <laughs> <every> fucking <laughs> time, I'm going to be banging my head against the table doing post-production.
2: <laughs> Your fa- favorite glitch? The... or what's, what's, like, a very memorable... Like exploit in a game that you've played, like maybe one of your favorite games, you remember encountering like an exploit once in a while, um, whether it was big or not. I think of like off the top of my head, I think of um, like the older Call of Duties always had like little stupid things here and there, you know. um broken. Yeah, because they weren't. <laughs> you know, they had a lot of. There was actually one I used it a lot in. Um, Dome. In World um, at War. In, in World Duty, at World War. War. On Dome, there was uh, I don't know if it was really considered a glitch, but there was like a, a part of the map that you could when dogs remember that killstreak, the dog killstreak, yeah, yeah. Um, which one was this?
1: Dome? Oh, 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 World, of War. World of War, yeah, yeah. it came out 15 years ago, by the way. That was 15 years ago. Holy, shit
0: wow. I'm 15 years old <laughs> at least. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, there was a spot on Dome where if you went prone, it was in the like, if you're looking at the like a top down view of the map, it was the south, the bottom, I guess the southeast side of the map. There was like a little, little plank of wood up against the wall that if you laid down and backed up into,
0: you oh. would, you would then be. Why do I not know what you're talking about? I think,
2: I, I think
1: there was. Was it like a garage kind of thing? No. Or there was one wait, dome. Is that the one where it's like this center little cylindrical was it called map? Dome?
0: There's no, two maps. I know which one small. you're talking. You're talking about the one that took place on top of the Reichstag. Yes. Yeah. Is that um, is that called Dome? Uh I I see when I when you say dome, I no. think of that one from uh, Modern Warfare 3. That is yeah, no, that is
2: Oh I'm thinking a hangar right Oh there, yeah, either. no, it's
0: called Dome. It is called it's, Dome. It's
2: it's uh this one. Mm-mm. This one. I'm gonna show you guys the picture.
0: Yes,
1: yes. Yeah. That one. Okay. No, I was thinking of uh of a different one. I can't yeah. remember the name of it. But... So in the
2: bottom right of the map, there's like a little plank of wood that stands up against like a railing or whatever, and if you go prone and go backwards into it, you can fit under that plank of wood, but the dogs can't attack you. Mm. Um, whether or not that's, in- I doubt that that's something like that was intentional. That was probably a, a byproduct of like that specific area. Yeah. That but was a broken game. That's that one of the really things that come into my mind first when you th- when I think of like exploits, because like that is what I would consider a true exploit. Like you're you are you are exploiting the game to your advantage. I have another one for that game. Yeah. Unless you had one. No, go ahead. Um, I,
1: in all, another map I cannot remember, but the layout was the whole map was sort of cylindrical or circular. And then in the center there was a kind of cylindrical building. Brownhouse. Yes, and there was sort of like the the terrain dipped and went up a bit like gravel and stuff, and there was a certain uh, section near like the edge of the map where there was like a garage or like doors or something like that, and you could jump and then crouch jump onto like a certain hitbox on the door and then like walk through it, and then you'd be like under the map, and you could basically prone under one of those gravel Uh, like mounds under the map and you could see and shoot everybody but they can't see and shoot yeah it was like really broken that was only i think for the first month or two of the game and then they then they patched that out um that was that was really broken and unfair (laughs) but it was very fun when
2: you're on the the, 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 the underground (laughs) (laughs) there was something like that in, in uh ignoring the the blaring issues with call of duty 4 with like classic mode where you would jump higher and be able to get on the map. Don't you dare speak ill of the dead.
0: You respect that game, okay? I do respect it. Okay, just making sure we're on the same page. I also. <laughs> you also what? Nothing.
2: Um, <laughs> there was a I forget the name of the map as well. Um, it might have been overgrown. Um, was the map I called it before where it had like a river, like a a riverbed that you could walk through, like a marsh almost. Um, in the going down the middle of the map, there was a farmhouse. Um, Oh, 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 yes, yes, yes. And in that riverbed, there was a specific like little, not corner, but a piece of rock that would stick out into the riverbed. And if you just jumped on it continuously, it's like you would eventually get stuck in it and you can move forward. And kind of like the World of War, one that you were talking about, you just you can't get shot. Even if people Mm -hmm. see like know that you're there, but you can shoot out anybody walking by you.
0: What's up? I I just I always hated stuff like that. Yeah. So I never purposefully engaged with it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat>
1: I love stuff like that not for the unfair advantage it gives you, but just sort of being able to see outside the box that is the video game. Unlike I guess maybe from a technical perspective, just it's kind of cool to 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 see that, to break the game in ways that lets you see underneath the hood. Um so, like, I, I would love doing that. I like trying to break games and trying to find things like that. It, it's just so fascinating to yeah. me.
2: I um, agree with you, Brian, though. Like, I agree with both of you. Like, I like un- like seeing it, but I don't like implementing it in a real, like, multiplayer match, let's say.
0: Well, what I, what I find so fascinating is I have no idea. Like, I still to this day had no idea about any of the the exploits that you guys were just talking uh, about. All of these are is news to me. And I think that's because I did hate that kind of stuff. So I was never intentionally looking for it. Like you would never see me on YouTube like, how do I exploit Call of Duty Four? How do I, you know, give Uh, myself an unfair advantage on XYZ map. (laughs) But I also I think part of it is maybe my ADHD. Like I never had the patience or or the willpower to just kind of take myself out of the game for a set amount of time just to set aside time to break it right of (laughs) course um and and i hate that sometimes i hate that i i am that way because i feel like there are sometimes games where i don't get the full experience because i'm not stopping long enough to kind of take everything in and really explore i'm really just kind of it depends on the game but a lot of times i feel like i am just kind of going through the motions and I just want to get to the next plot point because maybe I'm just really engaged in the story and I just want to continue doing that as opposed to stopping, putting everything on pause and <laughs> throwing myself at the wall <laughs> just to see which ones will break. <laughs> you see,
1: that's so interesting to me that you say it's because like you don't want to dedicate the time to focusing on like trying to break a game where f- for me it's, it's – The same reasoning but the
3: opposite (laughs) outcome.
1: Where it's like I usually will like lose focus and and just sort of dart around and poke at things much like Jack when he's a passenger in a car. Yes. And, (laughs) (laughs) And... and just like, I don't know, explore things and, and, and try stuff just because I'm bored or just interested or I see something I'm like, oh, what's that shiny part? And <laughs> let me jump on it and crouch on it and crouch on it and crouch on it and I'm through the wall or yeah. something
0: like that. Or those people that, that have the time to to smash their sword at a wall 50 times in Elden Ring. Oh. Like, I oh, don't man. have the patience to I don't, do that. I st- I don't Maybe understand. I'm just a normal functioning human being <laughs> I, I, and I wouldn't know how that, to hit a wall 50 I times. I want to know how someone
2: figured that out. Like, like stuff like that. Like... Like the um, finding like these glitches and exploits take, I, I feel like a level of dedication that like, are like the some of them can't be on accident, you know. Yes, but no. I think it's it's it
1: can be a dedicated effort, but I think it's often very similar to evolution, it just in happens. that everybody yeah has such varied, different, multiple, continuous experiences that at some point somebody will find something and. That we have the internet age, it is shared to the world. Mm. Before that, you'd have – we were probably some of the last age group to, to kind of go through this. But like before prevalent social media and YouTube and stuff like that, lots of that type of stuff was like word of mouth, you yeah, know, like so talking on the playground like, oh yeah, I found like if, if you beat the game, but you like do it backwards and like, and, and you play as Luigi, like you'll unlock the superstar, like shit like that. Yo,
0: do you remember, <laughs> do you remember, um, it's not an exploit, it's part of the game, but do you remember um, Super Mario Bros, new Super Mario Bros on the DS? Yes, yes, I do. Did you know that if you selected a game file while holding the left and right triggers, it would load the game, but you could play as Luigi? I, I did, did not, know not know that. You did not know that? I didn't
2: know that. That's so fucking cool. That, like, you can play
0: the entire game as Luigi. Oh, it's actually really fucking See, cool. See,
2: part of, part of me will always, like, not to sound like that, like, oh, I was, you know, born in the wrong generation, but part of me will always miss that because that's that's not really possible anymore. Like, even in a game with such high scale, like Elden Ring, right? You can just look up everything in that game. Yeah. Like- Which game? Elden Ring. Oh. Right? You, you can just look up everything- As I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but like you could still enjoy it but there's yeah. there's th-
1: what I was referring to and what you're referring to like that was sort of the last <laughs> vestige of of um like word of mouth stories in villages and like tribal you know yeah. civilizations like where the information was simply conveyed through word of mouth and often could be incorrect or missing stuff or sometimes sometimes just doesn't get to people and and but it creates these really unique pockets of information and experiences that we, we don't really get anymore yeah whether that's a good or a bad thing is up to interpretation but it's something that just isn't
2: really there anymore doesn't happen anymore yeah. and usually now when a glitch or an exploit is is found it's patched that's, that's true and that's much more prevalent now like i know um in halo 5 was it halo 5 there was a, a a weapon uh exploit that came out in forge mode where people would essentially They would have a a built, I don't remember how it was actually done, but they could have like a automatic rocket launcher in forge mode, right? And if they saved it and then brought it into custom games, they'd have a new weapon almost. And they patched it, but there was a lot of outroar because people were making crazy weapons with like, oh, my pistol is now shooting grenade launcher rounds, or, mm, oh, now... I remember that. Yeah. yeah. I, I
1: wasn't around for that, but that that's something that is, I would yeah. think, benign that doesn't really affect, right. like, the competitive side of, of that game. I, I so think, so, I think I,
0: that's a direct it? result of the exact fact that we do live in the age of the internet, and what's the first thing that people do when they discover an exploit like that is they post it online yeah. and mm-hmm. then it starts circulating and then the developers get wind of it and they mm-hmm. say, okay, well, we can't exactly just let this right. go unattended. Now, a in- lot of it is probably, you know, just for image sake, you know, because while some people would have a lot of fun with that, other people would think okay, this is just a broken, buggy, messy game, and they're not doing anything about it. Right. So a lot of it is probably for the sake of their image right. that they go and patch these things out. Now, in that, that
2: specific case, they patched it, but they brought it back. Oh. They intentionally brought it back at because there was an uproar about people you know, not having it anymore. And now I think it's actually a part of the new Forge in Halo Infinite now that that's finally out. Oh, I think you you can you can
1: swap like ammo, ammunition, and like round types between yeah, weapons and exactly. stuff. So you, know, you can have an AR
0: that that Shoot shoots sniper rounds or something, yeah, right? Something dumb. Um, Isn't that just like a regular feature of Halo Infinite custom games now? Yeah, yeah, that's what he just. That, that, it, is that what just... you're just...
3: saying? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
2: But no, no. Like in Forge, like if you yeah. pick up a weapon, you can make it so that that weapon has specific ammunition now,
1: like of, of another weapon type. Yeah, that's actually crazy. Which, like, for a for that game mode. is perfect. perfect. It's to increase his creativity.
0: Is it with the same firing properties of said weapon? No. Uh, Of like the weapon you're holding though. So like it's using using... no, no. So like
1: an AR that shoots at 500 rounds per minute if I put rocket launcher ammunition it'll shoot 500 500
2: rockets per
0: minute. minute. That's what what I'm saying. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. So like if I put like needler rifle uh, ammo and a sniper rifle, it would shoot one, a needle. one bolt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or no no no. <laughs> like a a needler in a in a rocket launcher is like ding ding
0: ding. <laughs> 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 Just a giant tube to hold a little piece of quartz. I want a gun that shoots homing rockets at the rate of a needler. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm sure we can script that. You know what? Our, our, I, uh, you know what? Foreshadowing. We're gonna have an episode entirely on Forge. We should.
1: We should. I love that. Can that be expanded to games that have Forge like systems? Yes, too? Yeah, absolutely.
2: We're gonna, you know, f- we're gonna, we're gonna do that soon. So stay with us t- for that one. We're gonna talk about Forge. Yeah, will probably
0: about... out sometime in like June, like twenty twenty five. We go. Oh. No, it's January, not not, not. January.
2: I th- I always think I'm having a stroke when I'm talking to you, Justin. That's a good thing. It makes you question everything. Yeah, it makes me. C- That's good. um. <laughs>
1: Please add a sensor bar on that <laughs> <laughs> and let people guess what I
2: said. Oh god. Who's calling you? No. <laughs> but um to get back on track like mm-hmm. speaking of forge Halo 3 was the start of a fantastic platform the forge you know yeah. system forge mode forge mode but it was very simple and very limited. Um especially even for the time I would say. Um but people found exploits and glitches to fuck with the
0: physics and they made some amazing things i was going to mention that was one of the things i wanted to yeah. mention where all of our favorite maps that we know and love were built essentially using exploits mm. you couldn't yes. make you couldn't make objects float without exploiting the game or glitching it in some in some weird way. And I don't remember I know there was a couple different ways you could do it, but I remember one of them, like the really obnoxious way was you had to spawn something in and then like reload last checkpoint or or quit out of the game and then load back into it and without letting go of the object and then when you would spawn back in it would be floating where you left yeah. it. Yeah. It was something annoying like that, but and then when you when you think about that and where Forge is now, the tools that people have it's it's insane but when you think about the level of effort that people had to go through to make some of these insane maps it's awe inspiring mm-hmm. to me it's it's like crazy how people can put some of these things together
1: halo 3 was like smashing two rocks together together enough that they'll just hopefully like stick together and then like but do that a thousand times so you can build something versus now we just have like jb weld adhesive in infinite yeah you can just put anything anywhere and do anything <laughs> i think i
2: honestly think like if you do a case study of the the way that forge has progressed over the years you can see our outside of the video game world you'll see like us moving from rocks to fire to fucking stone tools electricity to and guns
3: to vision to... <laughs>
2: yeah and like it's it's obnoxious but it's true and i think it's, you're absolutely right brian it's it's just
0: awe-inspiring
2: And I wish
0: that I it's it goes back to what I said about, you know, me not having the patience. Like I wish I had the the brain that would allow me to sit there and just bang rocks together to figure stuff out. Like I I don't have the patience. Mm -hmm. It's either you either need patience or
1: stubbornness. Or hyperfixation. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 which I have the I latter. I have a lot of so, <laughs> so, but it's I don't choose sometimes.
2: Yeah, but um, other Halo games also
1: had different kinds of exploits. Yeah. But in Halo Three, it's not an exploit, but I think it's it. Sometimes it borders on um, like somewhere between an Easter egg and and. I don't know what you call it—the skulls of of Halo, where some of the locations. And we, we were talking about this before we started recording, like the map sandbox in Halo Three, in the base level, the lower level, you have that the the sandy stone area, and mm-hmm. then when you move outside of the of that area, the towers in the distance start shooting at you. Pew, pew, and they're killed by the guardians, so you can't really explore very effectively outside of there, but one of the skulls, if any of the audience doesn't know this, is located all the way out in uh, the against, yeah, against the wall, the edge of that perimeter, which is very far out. And also for anyone that isn't familiar with, the Halo 3... Uh, has something called the skulls, which are... They're like a form of collectibles. Yes, that allow you to um, put modifiers on the game, on the campaign of the game and things to, you know, either increase difficulty or introduce fun little uh, changes like confetti when you shoot a headshot, things like that. That just changed the, the mechanics of the game a little bit. But that you there is no way that, like, a normal person would think, okay, I'll go all the way out to the perimeter of a place that's basically an entire kill zone and look there and find, like, a collectible. Like, you couldn't – you can't just do that normally. So – that's not even like, oh, let me just explore it's, it, it. It actively discourages you need You need to make a concentrated yeah. effort. Or know and, it's already there. And
0: even then, yeah, exactly. It's like, what direction do you even start in? <laughs> so it's like, how did the first person <laughs> if find If I have it? to build a tunnel to get all the way out here, where do I even start? <laughs> you know what it probably was?
2: Something like that. Somebody probably wanted to figure out if there was a way to beat the Guardians, right? So they built a tunnel maybe, right? Mm-hmm. And got all the way to the edge but they just so happen to do it right by the skull either that or
1: sometimes when you are actively discouraged from doing or going somewhere that means that there's probably something of note or value in that direction or location a lot of times not every time but for me at least it usually is means like oh okay so i have to go that way now (laughs) because (laughs) because there might be something interesting why else would it be pushing me away from it? Mm. It's huh. not be the case,
0: but. I, I, was... I always enjoyed um, the map Sandtrap, Trap <clears throat> yeah. which functioned in a similar way to Sandbox, um, where you would have your set play area in the middle, and if you went outside the boundaries, you would be killed by "quote unquote" the guardians. Oh, that was the one where that was right? the one where like the little uh, the little mines, and would yeah, come, yeah, up, yeah. And come up out of the ground. But <laughs> cool. They were significantly slower than and less accurate than the the, the lasers, lasers on Sandbox. So if you went into custom games and you made a game mode where you could move, increase your player speed to the max setting, you could explore all you wanted outside mm. of the main play area because the guardians were not fast enough to kill you, right. which opened up a whole lot of different gameplay styles for, like, say, Infection, mm. you know, different, different uh, modes where people could take full advantage of the entire map as opposed to just the centralized play area. I never thought of that. That's very true. Is it, would you call that an exploit? I mean, maybe
2: not really, uh, unless because it, it's meant so to like,
0: kill you when you go out there. But but the setting is there for you to kind of break it yourself. It's probably an unintended consequence from the developer,
1: you know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess it, how you define exploit, like it's it's all within the confines of the game, and it's not like you're... Squirming between the cracks of how the engine works, it's just that's you could in custom games, it's intentionally allows you to kind of make your character's attributes way deviated from the normal. So like they would have to have thought, oh man,
2: yeah, p- player could probably do that. That makes me think of something like like I, don't, I know I know you guys have never played like Stardew Valley. I played a bit, yeah, um, not a lot. But there is during the winter time, there are um, like in the dirt. Is it the wintertime? I forget what season it is, but in the dirt, you'll you'll once in a while see like worms sticking out of the ground. So that means if you like, dig the dirt there, there'll be like an item or a fruit or something dug in the dirt, right? If you somehow, but the those worms are not a collectible item, or they're not meant to be, but for whatever reason, if you somehow end up with it in your inventory, through either just like a glitch, or, mm. whether intentional or not. It has an item description, and it says, wait, how how did you get this? <laughs> and, like, so the developer, like, I guess maybe in his testing, you know, the guy's name is Concerned Ape. He's like, you know, people aren't meant to get this, but I'll give them a little, like, thing if they somehow they do, yeah. you know, just if, if the game breaks or whatever.
0: I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. Have, you, have you ever flipped an elephant in Halo oh, 3? Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. That's on the map Sand Trap,
1: right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Sandtrap. It's a The elephant is just a gigantic like almost the aircraft
1: carrier for the land. Yeah, kind yeah. kind of thing with tracks. It's so an elephant literally
0: elephant. almost impossible to flip, but there was a um, I, don't, I wouldn't call it a glitch, but there was um it's a glitch. Yeah, there like was like 900 setting, fucking fusion coils. Yeah, if you if you <laughs> stacked it up with explosives and set the respawn timer short enough, you could and then detonated it, it would cause enough force to launch the elephant up into the air. And the explosives would respawn fast enough that they would just keep exploding and the, it would just keep rolling and flying in the air. <laughs> and if it ever fell Yeah, it could literally like just fly for minutes at a time without you having to touch anything. <laughs> so we figured out fusion
1: in Halo 3. But it,
0: if it ever hit the ground and landed upside down, there was like a little tongue-in-cheek nod from the developer where if you flip at any kind of vehicle, it'll say hold RB to flip mongoose, warthog, etc. But if you walk up to the Upside Down Elephant, it'll tell you, press RB to flip. Wait, how did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
2: And stuff, stuff like, like that. Like I would still consider that an exploit, but like it might be one that might be known to the developer and that they're just not either, it's not worth the effort to fix or they don't know how to fix. So instead, they they kind of reward the players for finding it. In a or sense. they enjoy
1: it or think it's it's benign enough Yeah, like, yeah, they can just mess with that, yeah, during game game development, uh, definitely the uh, probably a best majority of time is like spent trying to squash bugs and 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 fix things and make things work fluid. It's so like you're going to encounter tons of different exploits. But like with evolution, you cannot predict the amount of variability that people are going to have and how they play the game in all every single type of you know, trillions of situations that could possibly occur, especially in forge mode mm. of game like Halo, which is very physics-based, so
0: it's yeah, it's interesting. It's a shame that Bungie didn't have either of you on their development team at the times. Yeah. All, uh, that... all, all, of, my, all oh, of my forge maps oh, yes. in Halo 3 <laughs> had to go through a vigorous testing regimen, which um, we would um, call Jack-proofing, where yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would load into a map that I was working on with Jack and I would purposefully say... Try and break this. (laughs) I want you to go do whatever. Go bang some rocks together. Find every exploit you can so that I can fucking patch them out. Honestly, I think I feel like I'd be a phenomenal
2: QA tester
0: for like gaming because
2: like I'm so like, excuse my language, I'm so retarded. But like I'm a and and that allows me to like like, fuck with shit in a car or
1: or
0: break <laughs> well, a pen. People don't or... allow you. They tell you
1: explicitly to stop, but you do it anyway.
0: Yeah, so... yeah, it actually so... fucking pissed me off because you would always find, like, 30 <laughs> things that I never noticed.
2: I still remember. I have a vivid memory. You made your own version of Trash Compactor. Yeah. That's the and, one I was thinking of. <laughs> and, um, and we went into a match, and I noticed, like, a little lip on, like, the wall that he made. So I jumped on that lip. And I was able to crouch there and just avoid everything. Literally invincible. and And he was the one doing the thing. And he's like, everybody's dead except me. And he's like, what the fuck, Jack? Where are you? So he jumps down runs down. He sees me up there. He quits the game. (laughs) We
1: <laughs> I don't know who was who was there. We recently, like a week ago, went and played like online custom games in Halo Three. Like just joined a random lobby with a bunch of people. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember oh, who was there. Was... I
2: was not able. I was going to join you guys, but I wasn't able to make it. And and we were one of the game modes that came
1: up was Trash Compactor, and there was like fifteen plus people, and I was like. I'm just gonna go but it, so it's set up where it's like a funnel system right for the for the audience set up like a funnel system with a bunch of objects that up the person at the top can hit inward and then there are like essentially jets and cannons that'll launch the objects at the people in the tunnel so that it will try and kill them and the people in the tunnel need to avoid it and the person at the top needs to kill everybody And that's the battle in the game mode and i'm like i'm just gonna go behind and so on the first try I walk towards all the cannons, turn it a certain way, and just walk behind. <laughs> I don't get hit by any of the jets of the cannons on accident. And it's like, how did you get there? You, you just walk there. And I tried it every time after every round, and I couldn't do it I've, completely you know, on I've, accident, and I've tra- unintentional. I've tried that
2: thousands of times. First try, and, <laughs> and it'll you know, never happen again. That's like one, that's like that's like uh, the like quantum, uh, quantum tunneling. Yeah, like, I, I just I just <sighs> your atoms <laughs> align perfectly with the atoms of the fucking cannons
0: we're so aligned, I don't know bro. I don't know who made those maps you know way back when but like they them they, they did the government thank the government thank you, the go- the no, government. But thank you. <laughs> yes thank
1: you to all the like wonderful the, like, map makers of like, the honestly, Halo community. honestly
0: sit down and think about that for two seconds we're still talking about those experiences
1: what 10, is it now
0: 13 uh, probably 16, almost 15 16. 15 16 years later <laughs> like that was a formative memory of my child memory and i don't think i i doubt he had that thought in his mind to yeah. put that no, map no he was together. probably
1: also a child maybe
0: yeah, yeah yeah that that's wild to think about Could be. you know yeah. like Isn't that fucking crazy and 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 that is a map that was made using the exploits of the game that was not meant to be a a standard part of the game Yeah. It's just somebody Hopping into the into the Forge mode and experimenting, mm. seeing mm-hmm. how how can I push the game past its limits mm-hmm. or its perceived limits rather, and make something insanely creative yeah. that we're still talking about. It's it.
2: wild. It really is. And but those see those are glitches that like made the game better. All I right? think so. Yeah. Would you say that most glitches do? I don't know. I'd if most. say
1: it's it. it... Usually, I'd say the majority is a combination of either just neutral, like it just happens and it's whatever, um, to like benign kind of funny or good things. And then I think a smaller percentage of stuff that's game-breaking or detrimental to like the player, you know, whether that's corrupting a save file or giving an extremely unfair advantage to certain players in a competitive setting or something. I'd say the majority is either neutral or or just funny, benign, good um but it is interesting to think about ones that do give you some type of competitive advantage and going on halo since we're on that topic halo 2 had an infamous one the bxr combo for mm. which was um for those who don't know in halo 2 there is the battle rifle weapon which is a three round burst uh rifle and if you were to do a set of combos essentially switching off from the weapon and switching back to it after shooting a burst, you'd be able to shoot the next burst um, right after it consecutively, and you can chain that and essentially increase the effective fire rate of the weapon. And and it was it was infamous in in the competitive setting, especially when you know Halo Two, Halo Three were popular for like MLG sports, you know, Major League Gaming, all yeah. that stuff. Uh, and there is it is debated. There's like two sides of it where I've seen a lot of people consider it as an interesting mechanic that should be that should stay in competitive setting, similar to like. That Super one was. Sma-
0: that one was me. Sorry, yeah, no, okay. <laughs> I'm <Unloaded>. a couple. <laughs> similar
1: to Super Smash Bros. Melee with a lot of its sort of interesting engine quirks, mm. and like they increase the skill ceiling. And people are like, oh, well, you know, if you can do this, you can practice at it and get better. And then that just increases the skill ceiling for the game. And so it leads to more interesting gameplay maybe. And then there's another side of people who are like, well, that's an exploit that gives an unfair advantage and can be really difficult for a vast majority of people. And so that gives a small section that advantage and that really isn't fair. And it's an unintended thing that developers didn't didn't make. So it shouldn't be in the game. And I don't know if you guys have any uh, – Opinion on something like that something that m- Can be implemented like maybe increases the skill gap or gives an advantage everybody can do it But is it something that should be there?
0: I'm, I'm, I'm torn yeah, I think that's a bit of a gray area because like you said everybody has access to it It's very difficult. It's difficult sure, but you could say that about anything, you know mm-hmm. like I think of- Us- using any kind of weapon in a certain way or you know Optimizing your playstyle. Right, because it it's it's not just like any old person could just stroll up and start doing it. You had to learn what it was, you had to train yourself to do it. Grandma, did you practice your BXRs did today? You... Sonny, <laughs> <laughs> I want you to go do 30 BXRs in the backyard. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I I don't see it as egregious as say something like like drop shotting, but see, or or jump shotting, whatever you were calling it. Really,
1: because those are like, well, okay, maybe drop shotting and jump shotting. I don't, I that's an interesting. I hate those, personally. I wish it wasn't a thing. So do I. I don't know if you 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 wanted to say something, Jack. I think
2: no. I mean, because for someone like me, so I play. Let's let's bring it to the to the modern era because drop shotting and jump shotting are very prevalent in Call of Duty, right? They always have been. And I still have a problem with it nowadays in Call of Duty. But if you go into, like, Call of Duty subreddit or if you go into any communities like that, they say people who complain about stuff like that are trash at the game. Or they're campers. Or I am, this, but or But it's, you know. Right. Neither here um, nor there. So, like, I always found it kind of interesting to look at the dichotomy there right where you ha- you're you exploiting movement mechanics whether whether or not it's the intention of the developer at that point i think is moot because it's like people say it takes more skill to you know jump around a corner and whatever i would disagree because if it was more difficult everybody would not be doing it right um it's it's like uh like uh in Rainbow Six Siege. Um the going back and forth, the leaning back and <laughs> forth. And the lean. <laughs> Does it really take much more skill to do that? No. If you're especially on keyboard I mean, we play on controllers, so we're trash to begin with. But even on the high level play, they're always doing that. It doesn't make it more difficult, it just makes it more difficult for the other person. It doesn't make it challenge for you. I feel like that's why i also enjoy the way that you know more games are coming out with with balancing systems that if you want to do something that improves yourself it's going to take something away like the the black uh, the gunsmith in call of duty everybody complains that every attachment has like a negative to it but well
0: yeah i mean got a trade-off. you can't just have it all right um <laughs> my my thing about it is like is it is it because it's a first person shooter that people have a problem with it because let's it, all of it. If you really boil it down to the basics, it's it's a it's a combo,
3: mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm.
0: If if I like was playing game. against you in a fighting game like Smash or something, and I I taught myself a new combo that you didn't know, am I exploiting the game just because I'm I'm using something that you practice? I, I practiced and I'm using against you, like no. And I think really the BXR was really only efficient in close quarters scenarios. It's not like people were increasing their fire rate with a mid to long range weapon across the map. It was really only useful for people that were kind of right in front of you. Right. Which I guess happens frequently enough, but it's not like anybody could just outshoot you from any range at any time on anywhere at the map uh, on the map. I, I I don't know.
1: I in in this instance. Yeah, what do you different? think? I think it shouldn't be a thing at all. It shouldn't have been a thing. It should – If obviously, online was not as robust, so they can't just send out a patch to everything or maybe they – I don't know the, the technical situation there. But if it was up to me, I would have tried to patch this out and not because necessarily it gives an unfair advantage because oh, some people practice it and get good at it and, some, and others don't. Though I will say that I think Halo traditionally is a more casual kind of shooter and always that was its original intention no, yeah, matter, no matter how what much 343 no three three says, oh, we, we know yeah. we're, we, we're with the competitive side of the community. See,
2: but, you know, that's that would be a good discussion for another episode, like the competition versus casual player base because there is some merit to a statement like that. Mm-hmm. But I digress. Continue. Yeah.
1: Um. I would remove it because it it only gives the advantage to one specific weapon and it breaks the balancing of of the gunplay in the game and that because it essentially gives one particular weapon uh an advantage over all others in 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 being able to effectively take down a target faster than anything else more effectively at more ranges than any other weapon and so what can end up happening what does end up happening in a lot of situations like that where you find one particular kind of meta setup or meta kind of tactic is that everybody starts using that and then the variability in gameplay goes down it's like oh rather than seeing all different kinds of ways of playing the game or ways of setting up your character you everybody just gets boiled down to one single thing and for me that's not fun for some people maybe they like the joy of just like the pure skill versus skill but i like the variability in the gameplay especially in a game like halo i i i think it doesn't serve the game well for its core purpose and the other tools that it offers it kind of makes them go to the wayside so
2: i would agree with you a hundred percent in that specific aspect yes, because it can be different for different uh, games i think of halo infinite in its in its state right now right um i'm an i, I am an onyx so like uh, oh. I, 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 no, oh, no, no, no. no, a badass no, over no, here. No, yes. no. Not to, not to like, say that I'm like... No, really, yeah, but yeah. like I'm not like a silver saying like... I'm a fucking <laughs> yeah. You know, pro.
0: Yeah, I saw that no. eye contact no, no, you no, made
2: no. there. <laughs> no. I don't you know
0: that I'm a bronze. I, don't want people, I got a plastic medal. <laughs> I don't
2: want people attacking me saying, Oh, well, you're just a casual. I am a casual, but I'm also a casual who uh, happens to Do be You have a, admirable skills yeah. in the game. you So, I look at halo infinite i look at halo 5 halo 5 the pistol was just disgustingly good uh halo 1 disgustingly good Mm -hmm. they wanted variability in the gameplay but they just meta it was the meta like it was just too good halo infinite the meta is the battle rifle they tried to introduce the commando but it's trash in like high level gameplay compared to the battle rifle. And It's been a while since I played comp comp in Halo Infinite. I think I'm going to go back to it now that Forge is out, but Commando falls in a weird spot. For I think me. they, it they never know where I love really using it. I love using it, but I just hopelessly get outclassed because of the the even though it has a much faster time to kill there's disadvantages to it
0: that I just can't control in such a high-speed competitive environment. It it J- Justin's right. It falls in a weird spot because it, it tries to be a mix of the battle rifle and the assault rifle mm-hmm. where you have the faster fire rate of the assault rifle mixed with more of a long-range type. Hey, it feels the... like it's worse than either it, it, in the feel, situation. It, exactly, it feels worse in almost any any use case. I love using it; mm-hmm. like it's really satisfying to use. I love the reload animation. I mm-hmm. love the sound mm-hmm. design. It's it's packs a meaty punch, and I love it. But I feel like they compromised a little bit too much on the recoil the bl- and the accuracy, specific, specifically the bloom. Yeah, the bloom. Yeah. It, it, it's a little bit too. Yeah, you have to spend so much time course-correcting with it that by the time you find the right, you know, especially when you're dealing with uh, another human player who is essentially like a Mexican jumping bean and and just flying all over the map in this game, like, it's just way too much. By the time you figure it out and get the right rate of fire so that you can hit him, you're dead. Like, Mm -hmm. you're dead 20 minutes ago, right? I don't know. But I I agree. Like, Halo is not... A competitive shooter. I don't think it ever was despite high level, the, like how
1: CS:GO right, or Valorant. Despite right. the
0: narrative that three four three seems to be kind of convincing pushing. everyone of, or pushing at least. I don't think they're convincing anybody. But um, it Halo is exploits. Halo is creativity. Halo is the sandbox. The sandbox, <laughs> um, and that that leaves open, you know,
2: people to be creative with the exploits too. Um and you know what? The um never mind. Okay. The ad read, yeah I agree. Uh yeah. okay, yeah. I think it's,
1: <laughs> it's about that time. We're gonna exploit the economy and give you our sponsor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back.
1: bullets even the bullets
0: yeah the bullets and now people they still go back there the bullets
1: welcome back (laughs) welcome back they came back here
0: why so Alec and I recently took a trip to the cinema The cinema. The cinema. Okay. To see high art. Okay. And we saw the film. (laughs) Was it on 35mm? in Boots 2. (laughs) (laughs) And it actually makes me twice as mad that Stray did not win Game of the Year.
2: Why? Listen, I I loved Stray. I played it. I didn't play it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But just on principle, I wanted it to win.
1: Thank you for joining our podcast today.
2: <laughs> this is why we can't have shit. Oh my
0: god!
2: <laughs> and they still come back. <laughs> and they come
0: back. <laughs> the bullets.
1: So, two games that are so beyond broken. But have very different outcomes because of their inability to function as a game. (laughs) Cyberpunk 2077, though that has gotten a lot better since its release in terms of adding content and bug fixes. But upon release and the subsequent months after release, it was very bad. It was a very broken game. Um, And... Super Mario 64 for the really? Nintendo 64 oh, is yeah, a, a broken, broken game. game. There are so many exploits and glitches and things, and if you ever watch a various speedrunning compilations or runs uh, of that game, you will see just how borken it is. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is a broken game. You may not encounter it like during normal gameplay, which is why I said it doesn't really impede like the the regular experience where a game like Cyberpunk 2077 does. Um, so for those not in the know, which if you haven't heard of this game, you probably, I guess, weren't born yet. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like a really hyped up game about a guy and, uh, We're still talking about cyberpunk, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About uh, this in the future, it's all cybernetics. People get augments and enhancement and stuff. We talked about it before. Open world, yeah. And it was, it is still kind of a very broken game. Lots of physics glitches, bugs with um character modeling and animations and and collision stuff, collision detection, um things spawning and despawning, and uh, performance issues across the board. It was really bad on release, and a lot of those kinds of glitches, which not really exploits, but glitches and hiccups and things, impeded the actual normal gameplay experience.
0: Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Um, Cyberpunk um, killed my last relationship. (laughs) Because of the glitches. Because of the glitches, yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 actually really funny. We posted we posted that episode about open world. Yeah, uh, I think on March twenty seventh, I think is the date, <laughs> and, and my girlfriend broke up with me on the next day. <laughs>
1: Correlation equals causation, my friend. Yep, sounds about <laughs> right. Yep, yep, yep. yep. It sounds about right.
2: Um. So what? What was Cyberpunk's problem? What the it fuck was, wasn't Cyberpunk's problem? It was so.
1: It was just. So many bugs and, and, and glitches and things that impeded, like, normal gameplay. You just driving down the street and then your car getting launched somewhere because a collision box decided today was my day. <laughs>
0: it wanted to or, inhabit
1: the same space as you. Or various char- uh, NPCs despawning and then respawning in other areas and and breaking the gameplay immersion. Um, or uh, character animations breaking and people just T-posing everywhere, which mm-hmm. is funny the first few times. Right. But eventually gets kind of eventually annoying, you, in you a game. Eventually you realize
0: that you paid money yes. for this.
1: And in a game that's so focused on, like, this narrative and this world building that that can very much take you out of the immersion that it tries to present for itself. Um, right.
2: You know, that's I think that's why if you take a look at the, f- the it's not as refined the second God of War when it comes to ironing out bugs. Because I, I did encounter a few bugs here and there and some choppy animations once in a while. Really? But in the first God of War, I don't think I ever encountered a bug. And if you watch the documentary that that Sony and Santa Monica Studios put out... Raising um, Kratos is Raising called Kratos, The amount of time they spent on making sure no bugs happened is insane. Because that's a game where the only way to progress is to follow the story mode, right? So if, if like, a a quest bugs... Or an NPC is, like, inoperable or something, yeah. It can kill it, you know? That breaks the whole game. Exactly. And I ran into that once in God of War 2. I For some reason, like, I guess there was, like, a a moment where I missed, like, a a cutscene maybe. I don't know what happened, but, like, I actually hit a point where I had to reload... And continue forward. Okay. Now, is that is it the fact that I didn't have any bugs in the first God of Wart, is that luckiness? I think a little bit, but the amount of people reporting bugs in
0: the first one was nonexistent, almost.
1: Yeah, the, I don't think there was anything significant of no. any kind. I,
0: I, I probably have the most recent exposure to the game out of the three of us, and I don't recall anything right. significant yeah. in that entire game. The
1: only thing in Ragnarok that I encountered was just some me- weird menu bugs when I would pull yeah. up certain logs and stuff, but other than that, the gameplay was very good, but it that is a game that like sets the bar very high in terms of yeah, a consistent experience, both both of those games, yeah, though the first one needed to, I think because it was such a striking departure from the other games. it's like we need to make a really good first you know impression right,
0: so it makes
1: sense in that
2: aspect
0: um so just you know. Lure them in through the front door, and then once once you have them, then it's yeah, fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 and okay, yeah, yeah. there you go. Then you do whatever.
2: Yeah, right. yeah. it's Call of Duty, Battlefield. Um, Ugh, you want to talk uh, about you want to talk about
0: glitches in Battlefield? Oh God. they've been grooming us for years.
2: <laughs> like, like a lot of those Battlefield moments. I know we talked about that a few, a few episodes ago. Those are all exploits. I would argue. argue. Some of them aren't. Mm. Some of them. It, it there's a mix of
1: like stuff that's really pushing the limits of like what is not allowed, but what would what is expected of the game engine and stuff that, yeah, it does kind of
0: break things.
2: What would you not consider? Because, like, I would consider throwing C4 on an airplane, and f- <laughs> I consider that an exploit. I wouldn't oh, call why? that an exploit.
0: I'd just call that sheer
1: dumb luck. <laughs> if it's all using mechanics that are built into the game, that and there's nothing explicitly stating, like, oh, C4 does not stick to planes or something like that, like, well, it's it's a bomb. That sticks to an object when thrown and can blow up. I don't see how that's outside the game's rules. The manner in which you can do that, you know, say jumping out of a plane and throwing something onto on another like
0: flying plane. That's the one I was thinking of. There's that it clip like of, the like a... of a guy jumping out of out out of the cockpit of the plane, pulling out a rocket launcher to blow up the plane that's chasing. <laughs> right, him, and then getting back in the same plane. But that's not exploit. That's not an exploit. To me, that's, that's, that's just. just... Part of it. What that's about, what the
2: game allows. What about? But it is really using. Cool about what about it. using a shit ton of C four? Because I've seen this clip using a shit ton of C four to blow up a tank, a friendly tank, into the air, in the path of a jet, and using that tank to shoot the jet down.
0: It's bordering it. I think it's bordering. <laughs> bordering. It's. It's. Again, nothing is like. you You're not. You're not playing outside the boundaries of the of the game engine or of the the physics of the game well, it's you're just you're using them to your advantage I, but i wouldn't necessarily call that an exploit like exploiting something broken i could argue, to do something
1: you 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 could argue that like c4 in in real life should not have that much like physical pushback maybe right um
0: it's dumb as hell don't get me <laughs> wrong
1: but but, and maybe it's 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 bordering because it's getting close to something like the elephant where, like, you have the the fusion coils, like, respawning within each other and, like, exploding. Like, that I would probably, yeah, yeah. you know, classify as sort of a more of an exploit of, like, the respawning, uh, object respawn mechanic and stuff. Uh, so, it's close. And this one, but you're exploiting like is, the pushback
2: uh, of C4. <laughs> yeah, yes. I'm...
1: I'm
0: launch like quads and shit across the map like 10 kilometers yeah you know what's sad i saw online um pretty recently battlefield 2042 has a higher player count than halo infinite right now does it really yeah it actually kind of made a comeback I kind of don't
1: try it. I don't know. It's on Game Pass. It's is like, it on Game Pass? It's on Game Pass. Because EA Play. Well. Yeah. So. I mean, I even if they it.
0: fix the bugs, I, I think that the this, this style of game that they went for in 2042 is just not... Like the hero system it, it, kind of thing? It just doesn't line up with what I remember Battlefield being. So mm-hmm. I think just on a fundamental level, aside from the, the broken aspects of it that were existent when it shipped, I, I just don't think... Just from a foundational perspective, I don't think 2042 is really what I'm looking for out of a battlefield. Back in cool. my
1: day, we had assigned roles and those roles of what we played, and we <laughs> deal with
0: it. <laughs> That's exactly what you say. Oh my god! <laughs> Goddamn! Goddamn shit, dude.
2: These uh, city folk. <laughs> <laughs> what? What if there's
1: people listening that are from areas like that? We love you. Oh, we absolutely love, do. We're making fun of I the people love, who say I stuff like
2: that. Oh, Brian. I'm you. <laughs> you. Um what about do you guys remember the exploit in Dest the First Destiny? I don't remember anything about Destiny. Okay. The exploit in the First Destiny where um the cave. The loot cave.
1: No, I don't I don't think I played it. I played through, like, the main story, and then I never really put it together. It was
2: either Destiny 1 or 2. I don't remember. But there was a, a point in the game where there was a cave that enemies would constantly respawn in. hmm But for whatever reason, the respawn was so, like, quick that people would farm it. And for engrams, if you guys remember that, engrams yeah, yeah. were the yeah, drops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 And people would get massive drops. Like, so <laughs> much stuff. And it was such an easy loot because it was just simple, basic enemies. It wasn't anything crazy. Yeah. Um, and it kind of, it got patched eventually. And now, now Bungie gave a nod to it. Like if you get loot from there sometimes, or if you, um, if you try farming it after a while, a, a special enemy will spawn. That's called like the, it, it, I forget the name of it, but it like kind of calls you like a greedy. Oh, uh, yeah. Interesting. Um, huh. But now that I bring up Destiny, I actually I just thought of a lot of the raids in Destiny were so obtuse in how to complete them that it ended up that the only way that I remember completing them because I would be like brought along, I'd find like go on LFG, find a group. It'd be like, "Oh, okay, we just exploit this guy to beat him. That's the only way we're going to do it." And if you don't cuz it's like they were so obtuse that in the beginning People were just exploiting them, not even, like, pushing them off the map or mm. or doing this, using Gallahorn, remember the rocket launcher, to, like, shoot them a certain
0: way or whatever. That's where my mind went towards the beginning of this episode when we were talking about, like, how do people figure this stuff out? Yeah. Either, you know, forge mechanics or different exploits in other games. <clears throat> like, I – my brain lacks – the hyperfixation as you put it to to just sit there and and rub two sticks together. I, I I can't I I I don't know if it's like I just get bored or if maybe frustrated. I think I think I get frustrated more than anything. Mm-hmm. Because I'll notice like even in um action adventure games where, you know, I'll come up on puzzle sections um, sometimes I, I like to see if I can figure them out myself but if I'm stuck on it for any extended period of time eventually I'll get to the point where I'll just look up the solution because I, I want to I, I want this to stop being an obstacle and I want to continue progressing through the story because yeah. I, I'm big on the narrative aspects of, of the games you know Absolutely. I, I don't like it ruins my state mm-hmm. of flow <laughs> <laughs> oh, callbacks <laughs> he said the thing he, he said, said the, the thing, thing say the line bart (laughs) fuck me yeah
2: i agree with you is
1: there lots of exploits that are to the uh, their goal is farming or something of that nature like you know farming enemies for weapons or drops things games that are often like grindy in nature where there's a lot of repetition of trying to complete multiple goals to see if the randomness of the universe will grant you some reward is do you think it's sometimes that it's warranted to like exploit the grind you know because a lot of times there's an intention of like getting the having a player uh, having player retention and just working through you know hours and hours and hours of the game just to get like one thing. I, sometimes I think like, well, I have a life. I have other you, interests. You're unemployed. I have other interests. <laughs>
2: and <laughs> sorry. And uh
1: I completely lost my train of thought.
0: You, you have gutted him.
2: <laughs> you
1: <laughs> that I don't want to have to spend like a full a full time work week grinding away at a game. So like, right. In some games, in certain games, I'm okay with finding an exploit that gives me extra XP or grants me this, and because it doesn't hinder from my enjoyment of the game, right. and I don't I don't feel that it's necessary or warranted to spend that much time.
0: Okay, so here's here's something. This just happened a couple of days ago. I my brother is a big fan of Diablo three, mm-hmm. but he a lot of times I notice he's not even fucking playing the game he has like a bot set up that literally plays the fucking game for him loots uh, you know attacks enemies walks through the level picks up loot literally sells stuff to vendors it does every aspect of the game and I was just sitting there watching him and I was like is this fun is this fun to you and he was like yeah it's just like really satisfying to watch I was Mm. like that, isn't that what like a let's play is for? I mean, I, I guess it, it, there's the the difference is like with a let's play, you're you're watching it and you're also not gaining anything out of it. I guess the the pro is like what you said; it takes the grind out of uh, it, it, takes the grind out from between you and the reward. So he's still getting the rewards; he just doesn't have to sit there and, and do all the other stuff. Much. But at that point, it's like then. It's, it, that's why a fascinating... are you even playing the game if, if every aspect of the game is boring to you to the point that you need a bot to play it for you <laughs> just play a different game like what's wrong with you it's a
2: fascinating psychological phenomena. because like I know game, one of the things that game developers always have to run uh, run into problems with is protecting the player from themselves they will, they will optimize the fun out of a game and I think a great example of that is, like, min-maxers in D&D, uh, Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah. People op- will ignore half of the game to optimize a character specifically for specific encounters. Because, But that's their enjoyment, in a mm-hmm. sense. Um, I always struggle with that kind of mindset because I, I have that mindset myself. And, like, but at the same – on the other side of the token – it's the, if you, if this is how you enjoy it, you have absolute complete freedom to do it. The, you
0: paid your money on this game. This is how you want to play it. Play it that way. Right? Um, I mean, you must have some kind of mindset like that because you beat Elden Ring twice before Justin and I even figured out how to beat Margit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, but, but see, that's, and that's the other thing. Like, at I, at least sh- I
0: beat it. I beat Margit. You didn't beat no, the game. Didn't beat the game. I beat the fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking hand me. <laughs> beat the fucking game. I gave um, me that shit.
2: Like, I didn't look anything up to beat Eldering, mm-hmm. right? And like, I in inter- turn, like, it's something I struggle with because I don't want to be that guy that's like gaslight, not not gaslighting. Uh,
1: Describe the phenomenon. Like
2: I'm uh, being like the hoity-toity. Yeah. Egotistical. No. Ch- a chicken. Fuck! What's the, the the term where you're Turkey. like?
0: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Pardon? <laughs> that wasn't funny at all. <laughs> Gatekeeping. Anyways. Gatekeeping. Oh. I don't want to be a gatekeeper and say oh, like, like I did it the I did it, I did it the, the, real, the way, real way the way it's supposed to be right, done right.
2: I worked for this right. But people yeah. enjoy like you guys enjoyed it. You guys had I was on the on the other side of the token. Like I just said before, I finally got to experience a Souls game with you guys. Yeah, mm. that you, yeah. Like this is the first time I've been able to experience a Soul game Souls game with my friends. I think right? that's
0: one of our best episodes too. Yeah, the one about Elden Ring. Yeah, but it was a nice concurrent. Yeah,
2: but but. There's a part of me still that's, like, so stubborn and saying, like, oh, yeah, but nobody beat it for real or whatever. Like, oh, you guys are – but it's the stupidest fucking mindset to have. At least I'm self-aware of it, but – I
1: saw some – I saw, like, a little, um like, live-action skit on YouTube. I can't remember the channel, but it was, it was kind of poking fun at that exact concept, and it was someone who – uh you know they're in a video game in like a uh, armor it's like oh yeah i worked for this armor for you know 40 hours grinding away or or however much time and like a new player comes in and she's like oh well you know you got a lot of you got a lot ahead of you You got a big road you know you're going to have to work up to get something like this and and then he just like has better armor because he bought it <laughs> he just like he just purchased it mm. and she was like i think this is so fucking stupid you didn't even work for that you know uh, uh what's the point of of doing any of this and he's like well i did work for it i worked a full-time job i have other responsibilities outside of this game so if i want to if i want to work for it outside of this game i'm still grinding i'm
0: still doing things that's that's like that's an interest that's a different way to look at it that's like if i went to the gym and i just talked to the clerk there and just purchased broader shoulders.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Instead of spending a thousand dollars a year on a planet fitness membership, spend a thousand dollars on steroids.
0: Ten dollars a month. (laughs) Jesus. Whatever about it. (laughs) You know a thousand dollars.
2: You get my point. Instead of spending a hundred dollars a year on a gym membership, just buy steroids. That's that's also I mean like, that's that's a little bit different a of little a
0: perspective bit different. but but, it, but it's, it's those guys that, that it's not like a... those guys that inject oil into their muscles and they look like yeah those bulbous they well, yeah, even look I don't know Yeah talk but about the, that. the, that's, that's, that's also but, just yeah. genuinely yeah. it's just, just genuinely unhealthy It's also though. dangerous please don't do that.
1: Yeah. Um, it's an interesting perspective I is. thought. It is. like you're both it's it. it's a unique
2: perspective. I I think I think there's a, a a a fight that every person has inside of them that's like when it comes to something they enjoy, right? They don't want to stop people from doing the thing that they enjoy doing because they want to in- experience that with them. But then they also don't like when they do it in a way that they didn't do. It's it's a it's a short-term reward versus like fairness.
1: Yeah. It's like, well, yes, would I like to be able to get this in an easier and get x item in an easier manner yeah i like that short-term reward but then if i didn't get to do that and someone else gets it in a short-term manner that doesn't feel fair to me and that's a detriment to my experience
2: yeah like if i uh, a perfect example from us is the i still have yet to beat uh melania in elden ring Oh,
1: oh, yes. I totally beat her. Justin yeah, beat yeah, her. Did yeah, yeah, yeah. you beat her? because <laughs> yeah, bro. It was
2: easy. Because of a glitch. <laughs>
1: <You> fucking, <laughs> It was unintentional. It was an unintentional exploit.
2: I ax- he summoned me and our friend Alec.
1: You're a turkey. To co-op the To boss. co-op.
2: And I accidentally, I didn't even know this was an exploit. Yeah. I, I, uh, I you, stunlocked you, her. Yeah,
0: you
1: did like a, like a, I forget what they called the killing, like animation, not killing, no, but um, like, um. Backstab thing?
2: Yeah, like it was a backstab. A, like it was a backstab almost, but, you know, since it was a... Oh, when they guard breaks, and a, you do, it was like, a special break. animation. It was a
1: guard break. And you did it right when she had lost
2: all of her health and was going to transition to her next phase. Correct, which, when her next phase started up, she immediately just died again yeah. from my my backstab. Yeah. And I was... So, so mad I
1: was so happy <laughs> it's it's okay because I don't need the satisfaction of knowing that I beat her legitimately because right. it was so it it is such a difficult fight that honestly it started to feel like the amount of stress I was accumulating from this was not going to be worth the payoff of saying I beat this fucking game
0: yeah if, if you're if you can feel yourself chipping away weird years of your life <laughs> trying to beat a video game boss, I think it's time to put the controller down and stay, take a walk. Yeah, like.
1: it's, it's different for some people. Like some people like that I, that yeah. hyper
0: challenge. I used to have that same mindset. Like when I was when I was a kid, I remember, and I'm sure you remember this too. Um, like I would get annoyed at people when they played with mods. Mm. It's like particularly like like zombies. Yeah. I would hate when people would ask like hey you want to play modded zombies? I'm like no, that takes all the fun away. Like there's zero challenge. It takes all the fun away from playing zombies. And I would get like angry. Yeah, un- unnecessarily frustrated with people when they did that. When, you know, in hindsight it matter- made zero fucking difference. Um to especially my life, when but... when you and I you and
2: I got invited to I remember a modded zombies lobby and we had a
0: blast. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's it's not Looking back on it, like it's it's definitely yeah. a good time. But I was, with, I would still to this day prefer to just play regular zombies. Yes, mm-hmm. but I was,
2: I say? was, I was with you though. I was kind of like, like, yeah, people who fucking play modded zombies are so stupid. Blah, 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 because we also had that mindset of like the people who played in the modded lobbies in multiplayer who got the tenth prestige. I was just or thinking about that, yeah. and then it got to a point where like I was given that opportunity, so I became a hypocrite and I did it. And then I realized. This is you know like meaningless. I think what made it better was that people knew I was mod like modded to that because of my stats were shit um so I think my just my warped justification was, hey, I still all the stats that I have are gone now, so this even though this doesn't matter, I'm gonna make my own goals up maybe or whatever. um
0: I was that guy that never prestiged, yeah.
2: A lot of I usually
1: didn't. Yeah. Once in a while, but yeah, I don't want it to work for all this shit again. I just fucking did that. Yeah. What, what's the purpose? I don't get anything. Well, you do, you get like the, slot, do you remember
0: the custom slot? Whatever. Remember the guys that used the, to, emblem, the guys they used to boost with attack inserts. Yeah, yeah. I
2: hated those people too because that would that would be different because they would be like in Call of Duty. They would go for the nuke, right? They would be boosting for a nuke that would end the game for people. That detracts from other people's exactly. experience. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then yeah. The, yeah. the kill streaks that they would mm-hmm. get because of it would end like make it they didn't work for that to, but it's still affecting other people. Um, so yeah. it,
1: it seems like a lot of what keeps circling around in this discussion is like is the concept of uh, fairness I think a lot of the time with with exploits fairness versus uh, like um, fun yeah, you know, sometimes those exploits, those glitches, they can make a fun, unique experience, and sometimes they can give an unfair competitive advantage, or, um, or allow you to gain things in an unfair manner. Um, and it, it's, it is to- is totally a matter. This is entirely a subjective thing, and it, it's totally a matter of perspective. I'm of the opinion that more often than not. I would prefer glitches and exploits, I, and, and one from a technical standpoint because I like seeing underneath stuff and under trying to seeing how things work, the underpinnings of games and all that. And and two, that I don't usually take lots of games seriously enough that like it it negatively affects me to see someone, you know, do something stupid that gives them a bit of an advantage, unless it's a repetitious, really prevalent issue that like multiple people are 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 taking advantage of, you know? And there's also the side of of increasing the skill ceiling of yeah. games by implement by by using those exploitative mechanics.
2: The best example of that would be Super Smash Bros.
1: Melee. Yes. Yes. That's that is absolutely like. And it it's probably the reason why a almost or is 20-year-old game is still competitively played and is still Probably pretty one popular. The, yeah, yeah, one of the, one the most, most, popular most popular competitive
0: games. Competitive fighting games out there. I, I think that's where you and I differ. And, and up until now I've been saying that I think it's just like the way my brain works but I think what it is more is that you don't take games seriously. I like You, to have you fun. like to goof around. You yeah. like to have fun. I... I don't Obviously, play games I, for fun. I don't fucking play games have fun. Video games are <laughs> not play fun. Play games to win. <laughs> no, but I do like to take games seriously, quote unquote seriously. You know, within that realm, when I when the I esca- it presents, w- when yeah. I escape into video games, but um, I do like to take it seriously. I do like to engross myself in what's going on around me, and stopping every three seconds to go, you know, see which platforms that I can climb on top of and which. You know, what, mm. what? which doors can I open or, or what can I exploit? Or seeing John Elden Ring T-pose up to you <laughs> right. in the middle of the story <laughs> yeah. while there's like a cinematic experience. I'd be laughing my that, would take, that, that would take That would take me out, out of it. That and that's the out. same reason that I have a problem with those wacky customizations. You know, we, we did a whole episode about that. So it's the same. Did we, did we do an episode? We did an episode about player customization. We did, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I'm our number one listener on <laughs> Apple Podcasts. For that episode? For, no, all of our episodes. I doubt it. I, Are you the one that, don't that answers
1: the Spotify questions? No, he doesn't.
0: <laughs> we do have
2: answer people who answer the Spotify questions. Thank you very much. Do we? Yeah. Yes, please, please, everybody who's listening on Spotify, answer the questions. I like to see what people think. Did you put one out recently? Yeah.
0: What was the most recent one? Uh, ah. What was the last episode? <laughs> what was the last episode that we did like two weeks ago? Um, Let's see. Actually, what was it? <laughs> Time is flow state. Flow state. Flow flow state. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking irony right there. <laughs> I'm gonna jump off a bridge. Oh,
2: but yes, nobody answered that one yet. If you, if you watched that, I'm sorry. If you no, watch that episode, okay. answer it, please. <laughs> but smash melee. Yes. So
1: again, for the, for anyone who may not know. There is a game called Super Smash Bros. Melee, and there is a Super Smash Bros. lineage of games on lots of the Nintendo systems. This one's for the GameCube. It is a sort of party-style fighting game with lots of the Nintendo mascots and characters yeah. from the various games. So, if
2: you guys... Everyone knows Mario. Yeah. Mario, his Luigi. brother Luigi, Princess Peach, Bowser, all of them are in it. Mm-hmm. But many other Nintendo games, and some games that are outside of Nintendo, but in, in Melee, it was just Nintendo games. Mm. Characters are in it from all over different Nintendo games. They fight each other.
1: And it's the primary goal of the series is was never to be as like combo heavy or competitive as something like Street Fighter and a lot of the other more traditional fighting games, um, Mortal Kombat, all that stuff. Uh, It was more to be a fun multiplayer sort of free for all experience. There's even items in the game, you know, that allow you to give you certain abilities temporarily. But soon after it was released there a huge competitive side of the game started to grow and a big reason for it is because so melee was a very rushed game it was made in like 11 months flat Damn! It, it from start to finish. Damn! And that was going from like Nintendo 64 stuff to that.
0: Is that that's <sighs> uncommon for games of that time period?
1: That's just uncommon for games in general. Usually well, games take games, years.
0: Games now take you know they significantly take... longer than they used to. I and would that's assume. with all but, the t- new tools but that's that we what have. I, that's what I'm asking. Like, is yes, that that was is that was... uncommon for something back then?
1: Yeah, the amount of time that games took. Take now is still kind of not far off from how games took them because we have a lot more tools and 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 uh, other um, helpful assistive things for game development now um, versus 20 years ago, but also the scope of games has increased, so it sort of has evened out in terms of how much time a lot of things can take. But yes, that's also you know them creating their own engine from scratch on a new platform and creating the whole game and balancing it and everything in 11 months. Uh, for Sakurai <laughs> didn't sleep bro he never sleeps bless that man but that ended up that, that game is a little broken
0: a stages little, a little
1: characters a little. certain mechanics
0: a little it's a for, lot of
2: broken
1: hitboxes don't work correctly one of the most uh, prevalent things
0: is that Waluigi isn't in there well yes is yes that is a that is a big that's L probably the that's worst. a big L for and Super how many months and how many months did they have to do that 11 it took them 11
1: months to not make Waluigi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, there's things like dash dancing, which is basically moving your character left and right to cancel the sprint animation, so you, you kind of keep your opponent guessing on the direction you're going to go. There's L-canceling, which seems to have been maybe implemented by the developer, but people aren't sure where it's, you hit a shoulder button and it shortens the animation of certain attacks, a certain aerial attacks, by a couple frames for some reason. Um. And, uh, um, what is it called? Oh, my God.
2: There was shine canceling. Yeah, there was fucking yeah, wave like uh, Wave dash. that's the term I was thinking of. Footstools. Where you can use
1: the, the dodging mechanic, which in air, when you air dodge, you'll move in a direction rather than in place. And you can use that to kind of push your character towards the ground and slide around. And you can repeat that action to kind of shuffle your character around the stage. And the game was not intended to be played in that way. But, Wombo combo. but yes, <laughs> that yes, is
3: out, that, is, that
2: a... is a legendary clip. Wombo combo, and it's it, because of those exploits, like because those are inherently exploits, like that, was yeah, none of those intended. are
1: unintentional those effects are of the game engine, consequences,
2: yeah. yes. Um, but it's a it's kept the game alive in the competitive scene, and b it's created. A much larger variance between skill levels and also gameplay
1: styles Just the way people play often will be different because there are more inherently now more Mm -hmm. options and ways to play so you'll see more variability though because of its balancing issues you often don't see a lot of character variability but it's a bit of a trade-off but it is an interesting case study on a game that the all the exploits and brokenness of the game have allowed it to continue to be played and allowed it to blossom into a more complex game than it was initially intended
0: i i love that example i love how smash particularly like smash ultimate can be you know on one hand you know you can have your uppy into chicken combo matches (laughs) But on the other hand, like it could be the sweatiest fighting game of your entire life. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, Smash as a, in general is an interesting. It's very study, sweaty. It is.
0: It's crazy to me. Um, but I like those cases because
1: we were talking about before with the BXR combo and how I don't think it it fits into Halo.
2: I think that's a little different though because BXR. <sighs> I, this goes back to Brian's point. Is it because it's an FPS we view it differently?
1: Uh, well, I made the argument before that it took the balance out of the game and it, and it was it, it was getting more competitive than it was intended. But the same thing happened with Smash
2: Melee. It wasn't intended to be so competitive and uh, complex. I would argue the issue for Halo is it breaks their intended game design, which is
0: the triangle.
2: Grenades, melee, Firearms.
0: What? Was it not you who said before we started this episode, fuck the developer's intentions? <laughs> Did I say that? I think so. Yeah, because I was. I I, think you I said asked it ironically. Like, but... Oh, yeah. Should we,
1: should we care about the developer's intentions as long as the player's having fun and able to play the game? And you're like, fuck the developer's intentions. <laughs> I... Maybe that was just a reactionary thing you didn't Maybe. think about. Was a f- that, was, that was a Freudian slip.
2: Yeah. Um... Oh, so you actually don't care about the developers? A drunk
0: right? man's <laughs> words are a sober man's thoughts. <laughs>
2: That's why they. Yes, oh, f- I don't know. God, um, but in uh, uh, <laughs>
0: I. Didn't mean to shut you down.
1: I get what you were saying. It, it is. It.
0: I hate that I did that to him because he was he was. This was a rare instance of him agreeing with me, <laughs> <laughs> and I shut it down. So I st- I still stand by
1: that the BXR shouldn't be in Halo but I'm okay with, with melee that. being the way it is because a lot of those it,
2: it built a completely new community
1: that and a lot of those exploits and and weird game mechanic, game engine quirks are technically applicable to a variety of characters, while some may be inherently better or have more options than others. Okay, yeah, yeah, there yeah. is still enough of a spread that it allows game, uh, it allows the the fighting experience to be uh, diverse enough. So. Like, if it was only one particular character that could do that and everybody was playing that character because that's the only one that can do that, then yes, take it out. That'd well, be That'd be That, dumb. that brings me to
2: Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Uh, Meta Knight. Oh, yeah. That was... Yeah. Snake. Yeah. <laughs> I think some... Some, some tournament ban him. Yeah, just
1: straight up ban him because of how much better he was than every other character. Yeah. Meta Knight was broken.
0: Is Pikachu broken? Pikachu and he was broken.
2: He was broken in Smash 64. Yeah. yeah, he was super good. He was super, super good.
0: No, is he broken in uh, Ultimate? No, no. Every, Ultimate is the most balanced out no, of every Ian, Smash. So Ian's just Ian's actually just, just really good. Ian's, yeah, really Ian's good. just really you good. You know who's actually considered top tier? Pichu. Jason's pretty good at Smash. Pichu? I mean, no, he's not. Is he? <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good at Smash. Pichu, the one who's...
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. oh. It's irony. Oh,
2: God. You just
1: gotta, you just gotta play good, and then you're
2: good. Um... But it's,
0: it's, it's tough to say Super Smash Bros. based. What? Huh?
2: (laughs) It's tough to say at the end of the day, like, I think even us here, we have our own biases. Mm -hmm. So, like, what games it's okay to have the glitches in and whatnot are going to depend. I'm sure there are people who look at a game like Melee. Like, I personally hate playing Melee because it, even though it, it's, so it's amazing to watch people that play that game. It's I can feel the brokenness in the controls.
1: It doesn't feel as nice to play, especially from when you're not like a professional right. in the game or have a lot of experience with it. It feels it has a is that has a much higher barrier of entry than the than the other Smash games, which is also part of like the skill ceiling that that game has one of the main things that it doesn't have that that the newer games and most games now have is um um, input buffering input buffering yeah where if you're in the middle of an attack or you're nearing the end of one attack and you press like the attack button again um input buffering would be it saves that input and when your attack is done it'll execute the next one so like you know if you don't get the timing perfectly right you'll still do the next thing Mm -hmm. where in melee there is nothing so if you hit like jump if you you attack and then you hit the jump button like one frame before your jump was your attack was done it won't go through it'll be lost which feels really to me like disconnected and disjointed it's not a pleasant experience but it adds to the skill skill required to play that game and so you see people playing so fluidly and and professionally and, and and just dancing around the stage it's like oh my god they are amazing at this game it's fun to watch it's it sucks to play when you're not that good, right? So, give it and take. Yeah, know. it has made it into an inherently high skill high skill game to get into and to progress through. I don't know. It's an interesting it's interesting. It's, interesting.
0: it's interesting. it's interesting. I love that word. I love it too. It's my favorite word.
2: It's like ingrained in my memory now. I think I go to sleep saying "interesting" instead of counting sheep. I count interesting.
0: <laughs> I. You know, it's like it's it's terrible when I do the like the post production work on the episodes i i pick up on all of our little Id- idiosyncrasies like jack's favorite thing to say is like he'll start saying something and then i'll go like blah, blah. yeah
2: <laughs> you do that a lot i cuz i don't like to ramble
0: yeah but i do anyway what do i do that what? you you <laughs> know sh- you just shit yourself constantly <laughs> like every single episode <laughs> At one point or another, usually multiple times. That's okay. You'll, you'll just shit. That's okay.
1: It doesn't. The, the smell doesn't get recorded.
0: Imagine if it did. And I just I say the word like way too much. It actually drives me nuts because I, I don't I don't hear it when I'm speaking, but then when I when I go back and listen to myself, it's like shut the fuck up. Oh my god. You notice
1: it, You pick I it out. I just
0: did it again. I just said it. Did you hear it? Oh my god.
1: Well.
2: Anything, uh, any, closing any closing thoughts? I think as a closing, f- as, a, as a finale, any stupid glitches that you find hysterical, specific ones?
0: Yes.
1: Even that are nostalgic to you or some some core memory.
0: The the motherfucking swing in In GTA GTA 4.
1: (laughs) The swing. Yeah. (laughs) Also, for those who don't know, there is a series called Grand Theft Auto. They're the fourth iteration of the game released on the seventh generation of consoles, Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3.
0: My guy, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Immediately followed up by... Grand Theft Auto 5 released on the eighth generation of consoles no, as well as the ninth the generation sev- of consoles. No, 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 no. The answer to- is cucumber. No, no,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> uh-
2: Wait, were you asking that to us or the audience? I'm going to ask it to the audience, but okay. I also want to, I, I have Brian's. What about you, Justin? Do you have?
0: We didn't even talk about what the glitch was what'd you say no well, people can look it up what 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 was it the swing the set swing. oh yes it's basically no, no, a swing no. in a park and if you you took a car and you drove into yeah, it for... at a certain angle it would just spaz out and launch you, you across the map you it was hysterical the map. it was the best thing ever
1: for some reason the there in yeah, one particular park in Grand Theft Auto 4 the swing set is like a physically active object
0: <laughs> for some <Yeah>. stupid reason <laughs> <laughs> And it just has a lot of saved up potential <laughs> energy. And so because
1: it's also clipped into the ground, it's constantly interacting with, like, the hitboxes of, the of like, the world map. And so when you touch it, it'll, like, spaz out. And if you were to push into it and, like, push a car against it, you know, and you wait for it to do a little... little then, it, <laughs> then you will get launched very far into the sky. Oh, that's a great one. That's a great one. I love that one. Um... Oh, trying to think of one, I. I think. Uh, oh, I know, and it's from. It's not a particular game, but it's a. It's a sort of lineage of games. All the source games and source based games okay. have some variation of bunny hopping, oh, which is like
2: okay. so. Source games meaning of, like um, yeah,
1: like um, uh, Half Life uh, Two, Counter Strike, Team Fortress Two, um, Gary's mod, is uh, Portal. 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 One? Yeah, they just be, uh, as a quirk of the engine, you can do something called bunny hopping, which is sort of jumping and strafing in a certain way to
2: gain um, velocity and momentum. Yeah. Um, to those who didn't understand, a source-based game is a game that runs on a, the game engine. Source. Source engine. Yeah, made by um, Valve for
1: their particular games. Yeah.
2: That they make. And the most recent, not recent, but well, not the most recent, but the best. <laughs>
0: Sorry, continue.
2: One of the more recent iterations of the Source engine introduced us to Titanfall. Yes. And Titanfall Mm. has the best movement mechanics Mm -hmm. in any video game, period, in my opinion.
1: It runs on a modified version of the Source engine, both the first and the second game. And because
2: Um, of that, there's bunny hopping, the grapple hook system, slide hopping, slide hopping. uh,
1: just the way moment, your momentum is carried from the through for the player through the through the game has is some really awesome um, traversal mechanics coming yeah. into play. Yeah, that's pretty, which does increase the skill ceiling a little it bit, does. and
2: it makes it an even faster paced game. And that's why if you if you play it nowadays, you know twenty twenty, we're in twenty twenty three when we're recording this. But if you if you go on. And you're like, oh, can you actually you know, find a match? Everybody's always talking about how great this game was. Let me go play a match. The only people you're going to go up against. you're old. you're <laughs> old. Yeah. People coming in at Mach 5. <laughs> the, like, the, it's all the pros and the people who have been playing for a while. It's to play that casually now. I, saw, I was relatively good at it, and I still mm. can't keep up. I can't keep up
1: that's the one game I think I have over all of you I'm not usually better than any of you in I a game. know that's the I one know. game
2: I can say because you can fucking you're able to run around with uh, your fucking bumper I, jumper controls yeah you
1: gotta have yeah a green thumb or bumper jumper do slide hopping slide Jack hopping check
0: flies with inverted controls <laughs> I Actually, no, I walk used to play most you used to you no, uh, no, no 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 not fly. he walks with inverted controls <laughs> Yeah my, all my
2: my my aiming controls He flies with inverted controls inverted <laughs> All of my aiming controls in every game I play third person first person has to be inverted <sighs> And I don't know why
0: he used to piss me off I don't know you you why it me off you it's just, picked just up used to piss me the first game you ever off.
1: played and it was just accidentally set like that and you're stuck yeah. it's the way it is I think
2: I don't remember what it was, you but just like, had to be different, yeah. <laughs> but um, I would say I have two glitches that like come to mind when I think. One's more of a fact. Uh, Minecraft, the creeper, was an unintended consequence of a, a oh. coding error. Oh, yes. oh yeah, yes, yes. Yeah.
1: So, the creation of it. It was like the dimensions it. were not were were set up
2: inversely. It was supposed to be a pig, and it like it was a tall, weird looking thing. Yeah. yeah. So I always found it interesting there's that word again but I, I find it endearing that the mascot for a game came up accidentally
1: yeah
2: right um through an error it threw an error uh and then something that always sticks in my mind as a glitch I just had it and I lost it fuck
0: that's okay I got one well, while you think about yes, it yes go ahead <laughs> this is, I, I love this is one of my favorites ever in Call of Duty World War II, oh, um, it wow, was one okay. of the only games that had uh, – one of the only Call of Duty games, rather, that had um, a hub world or, or a social – a player oh, social shit. hub yeah. in between matches. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. There were different emotes that you could unlock to, you know, show off to players that were in the, in the same hub world as you. And one of them was your guy would just sit on the floor pretzel style. And there was some oh. kind of exploit. <laughs> I, I don't fucking that. remember how you would trigger it, but it, it you would just stay locked in that emote. And you would oh, just slide, just around, the slide ground. around the ground. Like it in an yaw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone knew how to do it, so you would load into the hub world, and like 30 fucking people would just be sliding around on their asses <laughs> in circles. Like... I completely forgot about and that. That's that was a lovely, amazing.
1: benign exploit. It, that's it just so the funny. Best.
0: I think they patched it. Oh, they ruined your version, anymore.
1: so they patched it out.
0: Don't make don't make this my <laughs> fault. <laughs> oh,
2: I f- I remember the the glitch that I had uh, always remembered. Um, uh-huh. Forge mode in Halo Reach. Whenever you exited Forge mode, or whenever you entered Forge mode, you would keep your momentum from when you were going into it. So if you were sprinting, right. And you pressed while sprinting, you entered forge mode, mm-hmm. right? But then you exited, you would keep that momentum mm. and you would slide, let's say, or whatever. So what you could do uh. is Yeah, <laughs> so if let's say you were falling from max height of Forge World, right? And then like as you picked up speed, you stopped, right? by entering forge mode. And you did that over and over oh, and over again. Right? Oh. And then let's say... You so know, it doesn't
1: keep momentum from when you're like the, the little forge ball. It does. No, no, no. Right, like, no, right, right. Like right.
2: It's, it's prior to when you can, right, became correct. the forge ball. Yes. And then it continues it. Yes. And it would build. It would never stop Um, until like one frame is like 400 miles per hour. <laughs> and then like there was one time I, I remember... I was making a map and I forgot that I did that as a joke, but then I I had to step away for whatever. I came back, started building the map, whatever. And I was like, here, let me try this part out. And I exit forge mode. Boom! (laughs) I fly against the wall. And I'm like, I scared the ever living shit out of myself. (laughs) And I just always loved it since then.
0: (laughs) That was always fun. It was a funny quirk. I like
2: it. (laughs) And I partially miss that now in the new forges. But that we'll talk about that in, in a future episode. Gives a character. Gives a yeah. game a little character. Yeah. Well, on that note,
1: thank you all for listening, for joining us. I hope it maybe brought some uh, memories of other glitches and funny moments in your gaming history.
2: I hope our ramblings bring you a little joy this year.
1: Brings me joy. Yes. Oh, Happy New Year also. Um, right. Uh, right? Yeah. We Happy. didn't say that in the last one because it wasn't Happy New Year. Happy, Happy holiday. Holidays. Happy, holiday. Happy New Year. We wish you all the the best the, in the world. All the, yeah, world. Everybody go commit war crimes. No, don't do not do that. Disclaimer, don't do that. And Disclaimer. That do that. <laughs> Disclaimer. <show. laughs> um, well,
3: thank you.
0: And yeah.
1: we will see you in the, the next. The New Year. No, it is the new year year. We'll
0: see you you. in the next new year. Oh, yeah, when
1: we get the next episode (laughs) out, yeah, Yeah, 2024. I have a joke for
0: you guys.
2: Wait, before we leave. No. Before we leave, I have a joke. What do you call a
1: Something that's probably going to have to be censored out.
2: No, it's just a That
0: was really bad.
1: (laughs) I know you stole
2: that. (laughs) I did steal it somewhere. I don't remember where.
0: (laughs) Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking wanna kill myself! (laughs) (laughs)